0: received a letter in the mail yesterday. I grabbed it out. Um, it simply has our address on it, Bethany Lutheran Church, 530 West Parkway Boulevard. Um, the center line is what's a little bit interesting. It just says heaven. I guess I'll read it to you today. I forgot to write a sermon, so we will just go with this. It starts out actually with a, a Bible passage here. Galatians... 4 verses 4 to 7 says, But when the set time had fully come, God sent his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those under the law, that we might receive adoption to sonship. Because you are his sons, God sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, the spirit who calls out, Abba, Father. So you are no longer a slave, but God's child. And since you are his child, God has made you also an heir. And then it goes on Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year to all of you. You have no idea how happy I am that all of you have gathered together today, especially since some of you were probably up late ringing in the New Year last night. I'm glad to see this fruit of your dedication to me and to my word. I always love to hear from you, of course. Your voice's raised in joyful song is music to my ears, even if you aren't the best singer. And when your heart speaks sincere prayers, it gladdens my own heart. I'm even gladder, though, that you get to hear from me today. Because I've been watching you. I've been observing your lives. And I've noticed a few things this past year that I'd like to talk with you about. Please listen closely, because I think these things are important. Plus, I'm God. I know some things. First, I know that you've gone through some rough patches over the past year, and I want you to know that I care. You're my brothers and sisters. How couldn't I care? I've felt your frustration at life plans that haven't gone the way you wanted. I know it seems sometimes like I was the one messing everything up for you, that you even got angry or irritated with me. I've tasted your tears and the bitterness of your heartaches. You wondered why I would ever let you suffer the sadness. You doubted whether I knew what I was doing. A couple of times you even questioned whether I was real or good or powerful at all. I've even realized that some of your inner pain isn't about the things that have happened, but about things that you're afraid might happen. You worry yourself sick at night, You lose sleep. You're irritable with your family. You aren't sure how much more of it you can take. I've seen you. Remember my servant Paul? I'm sure you've read about him in the Bible. And he's the guy who wrote those verses from Galatians that you read a little bit ago. Well, he went through some pretty tough times, too. In fact, one time, he let his friends in the ancient city of Corinth know all about the hardships that he had faced he told them in 2 Corinthians 11, verses 24 to 27, 5 times I received from the Jews the 40 lashes minus 1. 3 times I was beaten with rods. Once I was pelted with stones. 3 times I was shipwrecked. I spent a night and a day in the open sea. I have been constantly on the move. I have been in danger from rivers, in danger from bandits, in danger from my fellow Jews, in danger from Gentiles. I have known hunger and thirst and have often gone without food." I have been cold and naked. But are you aware of what Paul also knew? Despite all the pain and struggle that he went through, Paul knew that he was loved tenderly and fiercely by me, no matter what hardships he went through. That's why he also said in Romans 8 verse 28, We know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him who have been called according to his purpose. And that's what I want you to know, too. You've had some hardships, and to be honest, you're going to have some more in the next year. But that doesn't mean that I don't love you. I'm always on your side. And whatever happens, I want you to know that I am loving you through all of it. Even on the days when it doesn't seem to you like that's true. And just to remind you of that, so that you don't only focus on on all of the negative, I promise that I'm also planning to give you all sorts of amazing blessings. Remember that everything you need, everything that sustains your body and your life, comes from my hands. King David, he went through some tough stuff, just like you. But he still knew where all the good stuff came from, too. I don't stop at merely giving you what you need to survive. I shower you with so much more than that. In Psalm 145, verses 15 to 16, David sang to me, the eyes of all look to you and you give them their food at the proper time. You open your hand and satisfy the desires of every living thing. And so whether you find yourself in the good times or in the rough patches during this next year, I want you to be thankful For the bounty of blessings that you do have, that I myself have given you. But look, we do need to address the elephant in the room. A lot of your problems, you know, the ones that you tend to blame me for, are actually your fault. You wonder why you struggle to maintain good relationships with your friends, your family, the people at church, the people at work, or even your spouse. Well, maybe it's because you always jump to the worst possible conclusions about people or think that everybody is out to get you and trying to make your life miserable. Or maybe it's because you have no filter and never really consider the way that your words and actions affect other people. And why are you so worried all the time? That's right, I can even see things like worry. Nobody else can see your heart, but I can. Didn't I tell you in Proverbs 3 verse 5, to trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding? And and didn't my messenger Peter say about me in his first letter, chapter 5, verse 7, cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you? Am I not the almighty Lord of the universe? Isn't my wisdom infinitely beyond your own? Honestly, the, the reason that you're afraid is because you can't trust beyond your own abilities. But you need to remember something. I'm the very same God who didn't just give you every ability that you have. I also gave the sun its ability to shine until I say its shining days are done. I gave the mountains their ability to stand proud and tall and beautiful. I gave the horse its ability to run wild and free. And yet, instead of trusting in my abilities, you've decided to trust your own. It's no wonder, then, that you're so worried about your life, so anxious about the year ahead of you. Honestly, I could go on and on. I could show you how your lust and discontent has caused problems in your marriage. I could show you how your greed has caused your unhappiness with your house, your TV, your car, and the rest of your very temporary stuff. I could show you how your pride has caused you to doubt the truth of my word in my Bible. I could show you how your love for yourself has caused you to love me so much less than I deserve. I could show you all that and so much more, but I won't. Not today. Besides, you know that I know the rest of your secret sins, the rest of the wicked thoughts and words and deeds that you have hidden in your heart. But I won't show you any more today because I also want you to know that I'm not out to get you. I don't bring all your sins to light in order to make you afraid. I just need you to be aware. You need to be conscious of the brutal fact that all on your own, you are filled from head to toe with every kind of sin imaginable. You need to be aware of it. Because otherwise, what I did at Christmas, being born of a woman, being born under the very law that I myself had written, it makes no sense at all. If you aren't painfully aware of the fact that you need a ton of help, then the amazing help that I sent you won't matter. And I want it to matter. I want this to matter more than anything to you because Christmas does matter more to your life, to your eternal future than anything. I didn't become a frail weak, helpless baby just so I could make the covers of cute magazines and star and Christmas pageants. No, I came to earth like a navy seal from heaven on a life-or-death mission. And I mean life-or-death for you because I was born to save you from the enemy. Because of your sin, you already belonged to Satan. You were already sentenced to death. And that meant that I had to leave the safety of heaven to go behind enemy lines, to fight the bitter battles, to conquer your unbeatable foes. But you know what? I was willing to do whatever it took to rescue you, to redeem you, because I love you more than anything. Listen to what I told my disciples in John 15, verse 13. Greater love has no one than this. To lay down one's life for one's friends. And that's why I made the ultimate sacrifice. Because there is no greater love than mine for you. From the moment I was born at Christmas, my entire life was devoted to humankind, to you. In fact, from the moment I was conceived in Mary's womb, my entire existence was on a very specific trajectory one that led through sorrow and rejection, one that led through love and obedience to my Father's will, one that led through trials and temptations, one that led me from my manger as an infant to my cross as a man. That is, after all, why I came. I told my disciples in Mark 10, verse 45, the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve. And to give his life as a ransom for many. I always knew that my life would would lead me to death. And for you, I happily walked that pain-filled path. I would have given anything to have you back. That's why I did give up everything to have you back. By living and dying for you, I paid the penalty for your sin. I took God's justice My own justice upon myself, just as I promised would happen through my prophet Isaiah. I was pierced for your transgressions, I was crushed for your iniquities. The punishment that brought you peace was on me, and by my wounds you are healed. You all, like sheep, have gone astray. Each of you has turned to your own way, and the Lord has laid on me the iniquity of you all. For I bore the sin of many and made intercession for the transgressors. By living and dying for you, I didn't only cancel the punishment of your sin, though. I also deposited my goodness, my own righteous and holy life, into your account. You broke the law, but I kept it. Now my pure and holy record belongs to you. That's what I wrote to you by the pen of my servant Paul in Colossians 1 verse 22. But now he has reconciled you by Christ's physical body through death to present you holy in his sight, without blemish and free from accusation. Then by rising back to life after living and dying for you, I made sure that you knew that I did have all the power that I claimed, even the ability to restore life to things that are dead. I rose so there would be no doubt left in your minds that your sins have been paid for, that you are indeed my brothers and sisters, the full heirs of my Almighty Father, that heaven belongs to you. That's why I told my dear friend Martha, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live, even though they die. And whoever lives by believing in me will never die. So what's left for you now other than to believe me and to rejoice with all your heart in this new year to remember me in my little manger and upon my cross and standing alive outside my empty tomb and to shout your praise and your amens to the heaven to the heavens as you ponder everything that i have done for you to leave my house this morning your hearts burning brightly within you to enjoy with thanksgiving every good and perfect blessing that I have given you. For when the time had fully come, God sent his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those under the law, that you might receive adoption to sonship. God is with you. I am with you today, tomorrow, and forever. Now may you always sing as the angels did above the skies of Bethlehem. Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. Happy New Year to you, my fellow heirs of heaven. All my love, your eternal brother and dearest friend, Jesus.